And thank you for joining us today on what duties do Nevada real estate agents and brokers have regarding the seller's real property disclosure form. I'm Laura Prouse with Crest Insurance Services. Today, we welcome Catherine Holbert from Nevada Real Estate Law Incorporated. Catherine has been defending real estate professionals throughout Nevada for more than 15 years and is a very active member of the Crest legal panel. Along with Catherine, we have Dave Miller, Regional Vice President with Fidelity National Home Warranty. Dave manages the Crest Advantage Home Warranty Plan, which ties in with Crest's E&O insurance. We have a lot to cover, so Dave, I'll hand it off to you to kick it off. Oh, thanks, Laura, for having us today. We appreciate uh, you you hosting these for us so that we can uh, let all of our uh, let all the members know uh, what's going out there and how to stay out of trouble. Uh, Catherine, welcome. It's always great to see you. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure to be here. You know, there's always so much going on in your state. I, I'm sorry if we from California have brought you guys bad habits, but there's always <laughs> something new. Uh, you obviously have some new forms there that we're going to talk about today, the SRPD. Um, you know, it came out last year. It was supposed to fix a bunch of stuff, but you're still seeing a lot of issues with it. And uh, so we're going to talk about that today. So uh, again, I appreciate you being here today. And I, I just want to ask, you know, we know disclosures or, or lack thereof are, are the cause of most claims, but can you explain how real estate agents are involved with this seller's form and, and what's happening? Yeah. I mean, the, the, um... You know, a version of the seller's real property disclosure form has been around a long time. And it is actually one of the few forms that the state, you know, Nevada Division of Real Estate creates. And they actually had a statutory duty to create that. However, that statutory duty to the Nevada Division of Real Estate comes from NRS Chapter 113, which concerns, you know, seller's real property disclosure duties. Primarily, agents are governed by 645, NRS Chapter 645, and that, gov you know, that is titled, you know, real estate brokers and agents, and that sets forth, you know, really the duties they have. And so most agents are educated on and, and know their 645 duties, but don't really realize that the Chapter 113 that is titled Seller's Disclosure Duties actually contains provisions in there that create statutory duties for agents and brokers that they better comply with. Gotcha. So when did this, uh, the SRPD, when did it get revised and, and why did they do it and what changes were made? Yeah, the most recent revision was last September of 2021. Um, and they actually, the form itself, the seller's portion of the document was not changed at all. The check boxes that they have to mark and all of that was not changed. The changes that they made were the section of the form that sets out the law, which is in 113. And the change was made because they made changes to the law that deal with agents' duties specifically. Um, and so that's why it's so important for the, the agents to understand, you know, and be using the new form, first of all, and then be aware of, of the changes that were made to the new form, um, because they specifically deal with, with what agents need to do. Gotcha. Well, and from what I understand is that the form was kind of designed to protect the agents and brokers from untruthful sellers, but it seems like the form is kind of broadening their duties. Uh, so is that correct? Yes, yes. I mean, I think they had the good intent to say, hey, we're going to do something that better protects agents. Um, but really the, the 
I don't want to say confusion, but the difficulties that arise is the merging of the forms of the agent under NRS 113 with their 645 duties um, because they're not exactly the same and they have to meet them both. And the only way, of course, to meet them both is to know and understand them both. <laughs> gotcha. Well, let's just get right into the, uh, the nuts and bolts of this. Let's take, we'll talk about the seller side and the buyer side with regards to this form. Let's start with the seller side. Give us the, the good stuff there. What, what do the sellers need to know uh, and, and, and the stuff that relates to them on this form? Yeah, kind of the two key highlights to start with, um, you know, a lot of agents will just, you know, hand them the form. And, and that's a big thing. In, in today's world, we do a lot of stuff electronically. We use AuthentiSign. I always say whenever possible, do not AuthentiSign the SRPD. Um, because really, you even set up the AuthentiSign process. It usually requires you to, to like, let them toggle. And, and I've seen them check, double check you know, both the yes and the no boxes because they have to have the option. So whenever possible, hand them a hard copy of the SRPD. Um, you can't give them legal advice about it. It is a legal form. So, but you can answer some of their questions and of course instruct them on a question you can't answer to contact their own attorney. Um, but they must complete the form. That is one of the specific statutory revisions they made is a specific instruction to the agent that they are not to complete the form. Um, one area I see that becoming an issue that people don't really realize is an issue is when there's a language barrier. And they're essentially translating the question to the person and then marking the box when they give them the answer. Do not do that. Do not even act as the interpreter or the translator for them. Um, if they need it, because the form is in English, if they need it, they need to talk to their own family member or their own friend or whoever that can help them complete the form. Um, but do not even translate it and do not make a single mark with your pen on this paper at all. Um, you give it to them, you explain what it is. It actually, it comes with a, a disclosure guide that the state has, you know, it's like a 12 page booklet that will go through it. So if they ask you a question, say, please refer to your guide. I'm sure that answer is in there. Um, and if you have any other questions, refer to your attorney, but you can't complete it. You can't give them legal advice about it. And please, whenever possible, hand them a hard copy and have get a hard copy back from them. Well, I can see that being difficult because so many real estate professionals take pride in assisting their, their customers and their clients with paperwork because it can be overwhelming. So your advice here is just to stay away from that one. It, it, exactly. I mean, it's a very fine line. I mean, obviously, there's some non-legal questions that, that you can answer. You know, what is you know, what does it mean by, you know, public sewer versus, you know, septic tank? I mean, you can answer that. That's not legal advice. So if, if it is a factual question that you can answer, you can. But if it, if it requires legal advice at all, stay away from it. Um, the other big one is the, the statute actually one of the duties that an agent has specifically is to turn over a completed SRPD. Um, so of course you can't make sure you do that without reviewing the SRPD you get back from your client. So don't push this off to your, your transaction coordinator or somebody like that. You make sure you get the SRPD from your client. You look at it, you read it. Are there issues with the house that you should be aware of? Um, are there any blanks at all? If there is one single blank on that form, 
including if you check a yes, you have to do an explanation. So if they checked a yes and haven't provided an explanation, the form is not complete. And that is actually to make sure the form is complete is more on the agent than on the seller. And that's who's going to get in trouble if this form isn't completed. Because although an agent can't give legal advice, they can sure look at the form and say, hey, look, you didn't answer this question. I need you to answer this question. <laughs> and that, that is, if, if, it's not a, if the form's not completed, they always blame the agent, not the seller. Right. Well, and you're, I think you're recommending, too, to ask the seller if they've obtained a recent home inspection or have done any recent repairs to the property. And if they have, are those now to be updated on the form? Or what, what would your recommendation be there? <laughs> that, is, that is actually a, a fairly complex, very fact-specific question. Um, generally speaking, what the agent's duty is under 645 is to convey any material information that the agent knows about the property. What the sellers are required to disclose is any defects regarding the property that they know. So if there was an issue with a property that's been fixed, it's technically no longer a defect. However, it's still material information concerning the property. <laughs> and so in that particular scenario, the agent may very well have a higher disclosure duty than the sellers do. Um, and it can be a, a, an interesting situation with your client if they say, hey, I fixed that. I'm not disclosing it on the SRPD. And of course, you can nicely say, I understand that. And you may not have to. But if it's a material information that I have, I have to disclose it. Um, and so it, it is a fine line and exactly, you know, what it is, of course, comes down to what's material. <laughs> and at the end of the day, that's a question for the jury that nobody even wants to go down that road. Um, so as always, when in doubt, disclose, um, but, but it can be fact specific. So if you've got any questions on that, really, and you're not sure, that's when you reach out to your risk management and say, hey, I've got a question on this specific transaction you know, what do I need to do here? Um, and of course, that's that's why you have the risk management program through Crest. It's so great. Absolutely. And let's highlight that real quick. Of course, all the Crest members have access to the risk management hotline and to risk management documents. And the one we're talking about today, the SRPD, that you just came out with a, a great risk management update. And we've just been going through some of the bullet points for some of the things that the sellers can do. And uh, we don't have enough time to, to, to touch on all of them, but all the members have access to seeing this document through the risk management uh, department at Crest Insurance. So we invite you guys to do that. Um, let's go over to the buyer's side now. I mean, this is a, a seller's form, but what are some key points? In, and on your uh, risk management update here, you have six or seven great bullet points, but tap on a few that, um, that you think are important uh, if you're on the buyer's side. Yeah, and actually, I, I so much appreciate the, the way you introduced that, because I do want to highlight, yes, this is a seller's real property disclosure form, and the sellers have the duty. However, it's the buyers that care what is on this form. <laughs> you know, it's done for the buyer's benefit, so the buyers can make educated decisions about the property. It's the buyers that are ultimately going to complain and file a lawsuit if they have a problem with this document. So as critical as it is for the duties on the, the seller's agent side, they're even more so on the buyer's agent side. You are like essentially a gateway protection, and that's why the form has to go through the agents. You see it before your clients do. Um, and so you can't just 
you, you know, again, this isn't a, a transaction coordinator kind of job. Um, it doesn't come into your transaction coordinator. They send it out to the other side. It comes into you. You look at it. You go through it. You know what is on this document before you forward it on to your client. They do need to review it. They do need to acknowledge having seen it. Um, but you better look at it first and know, you know, if, if you need to say, hey, you know, look at this issue. If the form is not complete, um, obviously you've got duties. The duties are really not as clear. I, my personal opinion is the, the seller side does not have a duty to turn over a completed form. That is on, I mean, sorry, the buyer. The, 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 it's the seller's agent that has to make sure the form's complete um, under the statute. But for the buyer side, they also need to make sure it's complete to make sure they meet their 645 duties to their client. Um, but if you get a form that's not completed, you still have to give it to your client. But I usually say simultaneously send it back, send it back to the, the other side, you know, the seller's agent and say, thank you for sending over your SRPD. It doesn't appear to be complete. Please have your client finish information on, on question six or whatever it is. Um, go ahead and point out where the deficient information is. But you also then at the same time, send it on to your client and say, this is the seller's real property disclosure form that I received. You may know they didn't answer question six. I've already reached out to get that information. Um, you know, unfortunately, I have seen transaction close where even though that exchange happened, nobody waited for a completed form and they closed escrow without getting the form complete. Um, and you can't, you can't withhold the form from your client until they send you a completed one. Um, so that's the process you have to do, but you follow up with it too. You don't just Perfect. like send the one email and that's it. I mean, you continually, that's on your to-do list before this escrow closes, we need to make sure we get a completed SRPD. Sure. And what I'm hearing there is that when you were on the listing side, it's really an arm's length relationship. You fill out the form, but on the buyer's side, you're okay with the agent getting involved and saying, hey, they didn't fill out these two questions. Let's ask this. Let's get involved. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you need that. You need to know this information about the property, because um, like I said, that's that's who cares. Um, and, and the most information you can get. I mean, that's the purpose of the form is to, um, and it does not at all, and in fact, it is very clear in the statute itself and in the form and in the paperwork, this isn't to replace due diligence. Um, and that's what they've tried to convey is this isn't in place of due diligence. But how I've tried to explain it to the agent to make them understand the importance of this is it's a key document in helping the buyers understand the due diligence they need to get, <laughs> you know? And so it is like, here's your starting point. This is the information we have. These are the things you need, you know, you can take this information and decide what additional due diligence you need to do on the property. Um, but if you don't give them that baseline information, you know, essentially, I don't know if a good analogy is maybe a map. You're giving somebody a map. It's up to them to figure out how to use the map and use and get to where they want to go. But if you give them a wrong map, then it's your fault when they get lost, if that makes sense. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. so this is, I mean, the SRPD is critically important um, for both sides. Um, and it, it is definitely, you know, like I said, the age, you know, on the buyers or on the seller side, you got to make sure that's form completed and you disclose your information. But actually using the form is on the buyer's agent side. Catherine, what's the shelf life of, of the form? I mean, let's 
let's say it's pretty rare, but it's actually a couple of months old because it's been on the market now for a while. Um, you know, what's, what's your advice there? Uh, well, the normal course, which I think is a good practice, most of the brokers that I deal with, they get this SRPD signed at the same time as a listing agreement, because you've only got three days from accepting an offer that you have to turn it over. So most of the, uh, the listing, you know, when they take the listing, they're like, I want you to complete the SRPD now because they're not under stress then. They're not like at the same time considering an offer. They've got time to look at it. But most brokers will not even put the property on the MLS till they've got a completed SRPD. So, of course, then if it takes a little bit of time to get an offer or a transaction, you know, falls through or whatever, it can get stale. It can get old. And, of course, depending on the market, um, my absolute limit and there's not statutory at all. But my guideline is six months. For sure, six months, you get a new SRPD. Or you want an updated SRPD. But even at two or three months, you might want to be saying, hey, will you have your client review the SRPD and make sure it doesn't need to be updated? You know, but after six months, you insist on a new SRPD. Oh, wonderful. Well, that's just great information. I tell you, as, as, as often as we do these with you, you come out with great forms. There's new lawsuits. There's so many different things going on, but they all go back to one thing, and that is you recommending agents and, and brokers to disclose, disclose, disclose. Am I right? Absolutely. <laughs> when in doubt, disclose. <laughs> when in doubt, disclose. Well, anything else uh, that you'd like to share with us uh, from the form? Nope, I think that'll do it. I mean, there is, of course, like you said, a lot more information on the actual article. Um, you know, please take the time to, you know, to go to the website and get the full article. Absolutely. And if anybody has trouble reaching that uh, or getting access to it, uh, just reach out to somebody at Crest and we'll make sure that, uh, that they get that information over to you. Catherine, so much. Uh, thank you so much for your time today. You're always such a wealth of knowledge. And I know the Nevada real estate professionals uh, really appreciate your uh, your concern and care and input for trying to keep them out of, of trouble. So again, thank you so much. You are so very welcome. Thank you for your time today. Thank you. Laura, we're going to send it back to you. Thanks so much for having us. Oh, thank you both. As always, very, very informative, very, very timely. I really appreciate all your hard work and Catherine, all the energy and effort you put into making sure real estate agents and brokers are protected. And thank you to our audience for watching. A copy of this webinar is available on the Crescent Insurance homepage under the Claim Prevent blog. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.